Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Lisa is at an old people concert, so I made sure to get some good guests to make up for the fact that we're missing her. First, I'm going to introduce a first timer whose name has been brought up many a time recently on this show, <laughs> Adriana Acevedo. Oh my God, you said it perfectly. Thank it's you. Oh, I get like a clap. Spanish was my first language. <laughs> was it? It was. Oh, mine too. First of all, thank you so much for being on. I know it's intimidating for first timers. They think it's like a professional show or something, but we just get on here and fuck around. <laughs> so um, thank you for coming on. And thank you for coming on a week that Lisa's not here because I'm always trying to fill spots and it's like really nerve wracking sometimes. And But can you tell us a bit about yourself? Tell us your Allison origin story really Go on as long as you want. <laughs> okay. Um, so I believe I started listening to Allison from Shane Dawson. Um, I was listening to a show where she co-hosted, and I just obviously fell in love with her. I was like, oh, she's pretty cool. Listened to her show, and that was it. And actually, what's funny is um, I think it's been about two, maybe three years almost. It was the very first episode I listened to was the first episode um, when she was talking about Adam Carolla, the whole Adam Carolla thing. So I'm like, what happened? So of course that left me like on an edge, you know? So I had to keep listening. I'm like, what is happening with Adam Carolla? And I never listened to him either. So I don't know. That's, I think my, my Allison origin story. Okay. So when you say that you started listening from Shane Dawson, from when he was on her show the first time or when she went on, no, when she was on his, when she was on his show. Yeah. His podcast. So that's kind of like relatively late compared to some of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's funny that you, it's interesting that you say that that's where you learned of her from, because I always think like, like when I think of Shane Dawson, I think of like young millennial, like YouTube types. And then when I think of Allison, I think of like someone like slightly older, like late twenties, early thirties kind of. So it's, it's funny that his listeners or whatever it was about her on his show, like made a listener of his be a fan of Allison. Uh, I am ancient, so <laughs> I don't even know how I started listening to him. I think it was just an accident and I thought he was funny. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even really listen to his anymore. Isn't that terrible? I listened to a few of those and I thought they were good, but not something I could like stick with. But I, w I wish like Allison was on there all the time because I think they do work well together. Oh, they do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I think I just, I have such limited time now, and I think you do too. I pick and choose my podcasts now, like really carefully. So his isn't one that is in the front, you know? Well, so. fortunately for us, BFF is one of those shows. And if it's not, don't tell me. <laughs> oh, it is obviously. Cause I, I listened to you guys fuck up my name like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame that on Lisa. Cause I'm bad with names and I just... I was like not paying too much attention, but you did say that you might have an alcoholic beverage. Are you drinking? I don't. I you am do? not. I didn't have, no, I didn't have time. I have water Okay. because I have a phlegm problem today as well. Well, shout out to Joanna Bowman. I have 
a lime Rita, not mango Rita this time, <laughs> and I'm about to crack it open while I introduce our next guest, who I've made wait for like six minutes, uh, and birthday boy, Trice. Oh, I almost said your last name. Uh, <laughs> T- feel, feel free to say my name on here. I just, I just didn't want it in like the episode description because I have. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm easy to Google, so I wanted to, you know, keep a low profile hashtag Al style. Um, hey, everybody! My birthday was yesterday. I am, I am one million years old, much like Allison. Um, feels good. Feels good. I'll be in the grave soon. This will all be done. I'm jealous. <laughs> Um, thank you for being on, and I was going to ask you off-air, but I was like, people want to know. People love you on here. So, what did you do for your birthday? Because you, you texted me that you might be doing something tonight, so I just want to know. What were you up to? Did you get plastic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I had a couple drinky drinks, like, on Friday, but this week I actually took the whole week off work, and I'm mostly just staying home and relaxing and doing a little staycation, even though I don't approve of that term. Um, but yeah, but you approve cool. of the term drinkity drinks? Yeah, I mean, because it's <laughs> people know that that's fake, but people use staycation like it's real. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I guess drinkity drinks are real. They feel real. Um, yeah, it's been it's been very low key, but also good. And are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a ginger ale, which is technically a type of ale, uh, but no, no alcohol. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I guess we might as well get into the show. First of all, Adriana, do you have any shout outs? And I am going to say your name, Adriana, because I'm lazy. I'm not going to keep saying no, Adriana. Fine. Everyone says Adriana in any way. The yeah. only person that says Adriana is my family. Um, shout outs well, to you guys. I mean, I thought I wrote. Oh, I did. I wrote a shout out to Toby. Cause um, he wanted to represent the overnight workers. And I thought that's who was going to be on, but I don't know. I guess he dropped the ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's it. You guys and Toby. Nice. Uh, what about you, Trice? Uh, no. <gasps> no. But I... Uh, come back to me at the end of the episode. I'll have somebody. I don't even know if I have any shout out. Oh, yeah. I have one very special shout out to my best bestie, Megan Parkansky. Hold your head up, girl. I know you're going through it right now. You'll be fine. Sorry, we are having like a private conversation. <laughs> so I just thought I would shout her out. This show is like, oh. it's off the rails. It's it's not off to a good start, I'll be honest. But, <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> but my shout out actually, to thank you to the Facebook uh, Allison People group, the Best Friends Fancast group for all the birthday wishes. That was very nice. Oh, I have another shout out. Um, shout out to Demian and I think Tamara from facebook for also giving me recommendations on san francisco stuff to do and if it wasn't tamra sorry to whoever i was messaging with let's get into it uh, on monday she had john early from search party and uh wet hot american summers uh netflix show do either of you watch either of those shows no i well, i can't wait oh. to start watching now yes a uh, search party i watched the first season um, it was great. It was literally one of my favorite shows I've seen in years. I recommend it very highly. I'm pretty excited for the first season. I just saw the first episode of season two because that's kind of floating around for free. The first episode, um, even if you don't have TBS, I mean. But yeah, it's I, I like the show a lot. 
Um, I do not like Wet Hot American Summer at all. Uh, it's one of those things. It's like one of those cult following things. People are like, oh my god, it's so funny. Both the original and this new Netflix one, they're they're not that good. Uh, no offense to John Early, who is great in everything. You know, I I haven't seen the movie or the show, but like from all the comedy people that I follow, it seems like it it does have a cult following, and. It does not seem like the kind of show I ever want to watch. But that said, Search Party is fantastic. And there's like only two shows that I really give a shit about. And it's Search Party and Catastrophe on Amazon. Those are like the only two shows that are like comedy that I would like actually recommend to other people. Because like there's just like so much mediocre stuff that people are like get into. Like and then you're like seven seasons into like a fucking bullshit show. And, like, for me, I, like, every fucking episode of Search Party was great, and same with Catastrophe. Like, I haven't seen any of season three of Catastrophe, but I'm dying to see it. And same with season two of Search Party. I think I want to wait till more of them are out, because if I just, like, start watching and then I hit the end already, I'm going to be bummed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to buy the season pass, but I couldn't find a way to do it, um, just to, like, be sure that I was getting all the episodes in advance. So as it is, I think I'd have to, like, purchase them one by one. Um, but yeah, I'm I am looking forward to Search Party. And I can't wait for her to have the... She said she was going to have like the creators or something on the show, so I can't wait for that. Maybe it's next week's. They started talking about uh, podcast people and how John was saying how when he's on a show that it can feel like kind of like self-important and you start talking about like your comedy, like it's like some great art. And I don't know about you guys, but having heard many of many a podcast i feel like it's very easy to slip into that mm-hmm. oh, oh this is the part where she said that one or where she goes this is the part where i ask a question and then i and then john interrupts and says don't let me answer that was the best part <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard but yes i know yes i can see how someone can easily slip into that like podcast person especially like on- cloak you know yeah, especially like a long form interview, kind of like Allison show. Or I feel like Mark Marin. It might happen a lot. Uh, I don't really listen to him, but fortunately, Allison is a great interviewer and won't let that happen. Yeah, Mark Marin is kind of a podcast person himself, even though he's the host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you guys know what shipping was before? This oh, episode? I did. I I did because of Shane Dawson. I was gonna. He say, was always shipped. Like an internet. Thing, it seems like so I feel like Shane Dawson's fans would definitely know yeah he had a like a really good friend that they would ship him with Joey Graceffa and uh so yeah I knew but I was shocked that Allison knew what it was but I guess if she's friends with Shane maybe I don't know. yeah I think that's why she knows um just as a point of nerd clarification a shipping comes from like like weird fan fiction stuff it sort of predates the YouTube stuff but it's the same idea Oh, 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 we'll just dust the shoulder, your shoulder off a little bit right there. Yeah, a little bit. Just, you know, yeah. let the kids know. <laughs> what was that? People uh, were shipping Kirk and Spock way before your oh, Shane wait. Dawson show. <laughs> what, you're right, actually. Um, what was the, what was that weird cartoon pregnancy thing that was on, oh. talked about her show? It's some, I, something with an I, R. Uh, I don't know oh. the name for that. Are you thinking of Vor, which is Vor. the eating one? Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's the eating people one. That's the different one. Sorry, I'm getting completely confused. Um, 
It has an art in it, though. Who do you guys ship? Anyone on the show, maybe? Like David and uh, <gasps> Demi? <laughs> you know what? I, you know who I ship for sure? David. Well, not for this week, but David and Wendy Melano. Oh, yeah. Those two and their freaking tangents that they go on about, I don't even know what, like all of a sudden they're talking about, I don't know, just everything and nothing and Allison lets them go and it's the best. I think they should just get married. That's it. <laughs> even though, <laughs> even though Wendy's married, right? Yeah. She's married to a guy named Jeff, which is confusing for me sometimes, but, uh, and then, and, uh, David has a lovely girlfriend that he had on his podcast recently for a bit. I'm shipping uh, Trice and um, I'm trying to think of Where's another listener that would be funny. <laughs> uh, and and Demian? Lisa <laughs> and oh. Lisa because she so <laughs> loves the racial diversity. Yeah, that might that might cause problems. Uh, but yeah. I guess I'll take Lisa. That's fine. She's not <laughs> as minute. good as Street Fighter Two. We've established that, but she's all right. I just realized you can't you can't ship Rachel and Raphael because your names both start with R A. Yeah, E-L. Have, <laughs> you can do Rachel. You guys are Rails. <laughs> we have the same amount of letters, and they both start with R A and end with E L. So it's it's Raffle. Weird. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe um, last names. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be weird. Um, so one thing that John said that really resonated with me is that he said that he watched lots of TV and he said the entirety of my education was from TV. And as like a very, what's the word, uh, introverted, like just, just like a not good at being social kind of kid. That was like definitely me, like just watching every sitcom rerun on TV. How were mm-hmm. how were you guys? Well, Brady Bunch for me, like was one of my favorite too. So when he was going on about the Brady Bunch, I was like, Yes. That was my Sunday morning. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I did I grow up in front of the the T V. Uh I mean, it's like half and half, but I don't know. I, I some of those old shows are just I know he said I Love Lucy. I wasn't an I Love Lucy fan, but definitely Brady Bunch. Wonder Years. That's another good one. Trice, what were your shows growing up? Uh I don't, well, growing up the first thing that comes to mind is cartoons cuz they're they're for the kids out there. There used to be cartoons on TV before there was mm-hmm. Cartoon Network. So you could like catch cartoons early in the morning depending on where you lived or on the weekends. Um but yeah, I don't know. As far as like regular show shows, uh, I don't know. I would catch reruns of like Andy Griffith or whatever, which is all right. But I was I was kind of oh pro wrestling obviously. I would just kind of watch whatever was on for a while and be like, well, I've watched nine hundred episodes of this show. I don't like it. I actually, you know what, Matlock I did like. Like even as a kid, I was like I was into Matlock. Andy Griffith and Matlock. I think you and Lisa were meant to be. Mm. <laughs> also, I think like the median age of our listeners are like thirty-seven. So yeah, I think I they know. all know. I'm <laughs> being ironic. Yeah, I know. Um, I feel like that's why I know every line of every Seinfeld episode is because it was like always in reruns. After like once 
whatever year when someone bought the rights or whatever. It was just like rerun constantly. And like now, I watch like a Seinfeld episode like once every three weeks maybe, if that. And I still have all this shit just like superimposed in my brain. <laughs> it's all I know. I don't know anything about history. <laughs> I don't know anything you like learn from a book. But I know fucking mundane facts from random Seinfeld episodes. I was not the biggest fan of Friends. Like I've said before, I... Oh my gosh. I like Friends enough that I can like watch it, but it's just a very much an inferior Seinfeld to me. Like I just feel like I could be watching Seinfeld. But John said that he was such a big fan of Lisa Kudrow's, not from Friends, but from Romy and Michelle, which I've only watched for the first time this year. Are either Wait. of you fans? Okay. Can I can I just agree with you on the friends thing? I don't like the show. <laughs> I don't I don't I just don't. So that's number one. I get a lot of shit from friends about it. However, Agreed. I love Romy and Michelle so much. It was like a religion. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. Loved it. I can that movie I can quote at like any point. Uh, same. I didn't have the religious experience with Romy and Michelle, but I did like it. Um, was not a huge fan of Friends. It was one of those shows where, like, I didn't get it at all. Like, especially when it was actually on, I would always be watching, like, whatever was on Fox, like, In Living Color or uh, Living yes. Single or whatever. Um, but, uh, or Martin or New York Undercover. Oh. Yeah. Just keep going, keep going. <laughs> I mean, that was it language. for the lineup, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, what was it? Oh, yeah, Friends. So, uh, I caught it in reruns, and I watched a bunch of episodes, and I was like, it kind of grows on you after you stop hating the characters. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's all right. It's just, it was never a show that I was really into. Okay, so I got a free six-month title subscription. It's like a music service, if you don't know. It's like a Spotify, Apple Music thing, because I have Sprint. And so I got to watch all, like, the Jay-Z videos that he was putting out for his... Uh, for his music videos for his new album. And one of them, for a song called Moonlight, I think is what it's called, uh, he, they did like an extended, like, it was like a, I don't know, 11 minutes or 12 minutes. And this is a terrible description. He got a bunch of black actors to do a Friends episode. And it's all comedians. It's like Little Rel, uh, Tiffany Haddish, and other people that I'm forgetting their names. I wondered, Trace, did you see that? Or do you know what I'm talking about at all? I have not seen that. That sounds it sounds interesting. It was so funny, like not funny, it was like weird watching, you know, like a just like what you think of as like a white show with these black actors. I don't know what that what it's supposed to evoke, but I know I was just like, damn, friends is whack as fuck. Yeah, well, <laughs> On that note, I don't think people realize – a lot of people I don't think thought of Friends as a white show, especially white people. They just thought of it as, like, a normal a show. show. But for someone who was watching, like, Martin and In Living Color, I was like, wow, this is this is a very white show. <laughs> when I, whenever Friends would come on, it's like, yeah, that's in New York even, and there's zero black people. Right. Except Aisha Tyler showed up in like three episodes at the end of the yeah. show. Yeah. I know they're so diverse at the end of this season. At the end of their series. So wait, have you guys ever heard of anyone like comparing friends with um, How I Met Your Mother? 
Um, I mean, I can see it because it's like a bunch of friends. No, no. And they're all white. But other than that, I think I think How I Met Your Mother is probably a show I would rewatch more than Friends, even though I haven't rewatched any of it. Well, it's nothing like Friends. <laughs> you seem to have strong opinions. Do you like How I, I Met Your Mother? I, I love How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I, I, I read something where, of course, it was like on BuzzFeed, so it's like true that there's a lot of um, similarities, but I didn't, I don't know. You can't compare the characters and friends with the characters and the actors even with How I Met Your Mother. The, it's just, mm, I, I no. I think the, the problem for me on How I Met Your Mother is the guy who played played Ted. I fucking hate that guy. Like, I, Oh, me too, even though I love the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'm just watching for Barney and uh, the Canadian girl. Robin. Oh, Robin. Yeah, from Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> from Avengers. Oh, I watch it for Jason Segel. He's I'm not, hilarious. I'm not, I'm not a fan, I don't think. I've tried. I like oh, shut Allison your dirty Martin, mouth. <laughs> the um, only episode of How I Met Your Mother that I remember is the slap bet episode where <laughs> there was an episode where basically someone said, if I win this bet, I get to slap you in the face. And that, that was a very, very, very funny episode. But the rest of the show kind of fades into a blur. Oh, Trice, there's like a whole like ongoing thing about the slap bet. It goes throughout the entire show. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, back to what we were supposed to be talking about. So John says that he got to meet Lisa Kudrow at some kind of event. And something that Allison said reminded me of like when I met Allison. Because she said that like you're standing in line to meet someone and you're like telling them how much it, whatever thing they did means to you and you're standing in a line of people who are all going to say the same thing and that's kind of how it was when I first met Allison because I met her at Bumbershoot and Megan had like been emailing her that oh my god Rafi's going to Bumbershoot and she, at this point she had no idea who the fuck I was so I was like Megan why are you even telling this lady anything because she has no idea who I am she doesn't care and then so we're like you know probably like a few beers in and then we go meet her after the show, and I was, like, super nervous, and I vaguely remember what I said, but, and she's just, like, like smiling and nodding, like, oh, thank you, that's so nice, and I'm just like, God, I'm a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering, Adriana, have you ever had that kind of experience? So I don't really have any, like, I don't know, I think even if I met Allison, it wouldn't, I don't, I don't know, I don't get nervous like that. Um, or like, I don't know, I just, or want to meet anyone like that either. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't get nervous to meet a normal human being. I don't know. But anyway, I did meet Jason Siegel, who was like one of my favorites, right? Not and, a normal human being, but Jason Siegel. <laughs> but Jason Siegel. Yeah. So, um, he was doing a book signing and, um, I was actually talking to a friend about it. Um, how I thought I would like to meet him, but just to like, have lunch with him or brunch or something because I thought he would be like an interesting person to talk to. And so she bought me tickets to go meet him. And I was like, what am I going to say to this guy? Like, what do I say? Like my thing was I wanted to have brunch with him cause it would be interesting. Well, my friend actually made it happen and brought me like a little like scone and like a coffee. And she's like, well, technically you'll have brunch with him kind of sort of. And so he, 
he he signed my book because he did a little book signing. He had um he put out a, a children's book, and so he signed my book. And I was like, well, you were on my bucket list for like meeting someone to like have lunch with and or brunch with. And he's like, oh, well, we didn't have brunch. And I was like, well, technically, I had like my scone there and like a a coffee. And he was like, oh, he just started laughing, <laughs> and he just like signed my book and checked off my little like bucket list thing. And that was it. But like, that was it. Like that's the only person I've ever really wanted to meet meet. I mean, I'd meet Allison too, but like, not like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd drive or fly all the way to California for that, but I would meet her if I was there already. Does that make sense? If she had a show in New York, would you go to that? Uh, If I had something else too. Mm, I don't know. I'm not like a, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would go out for just that. I I mean, I get it. Plus I'm also poor. Plus I'm also poor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let me, me give you a little it. bit more backstory i'm also <laughs> poor so i don't know if i would go just for that i'd have to make it really worth my while do you know what i mean oh i hear you um now that i'm planning like the to go to sf sketch fest i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna have to like pay for these things that i want mm-hmm. to do but um trice who are you dying to meet uh the angel of death um <laughs> no i don't know uh so I did have the thing when I first met Allison last year at LA Podfest where like I so I've listened to like every episode of her podcast for years and back when she was on the Corolla show, but I just didn't have anything to say. I talked to Daniel for like twenty minutes, but I didn't have anything to say to Allison, which was very funny. And then this year I felt a little more relaxed and it was it was I don't know, because I was more relaxed, we talked a little bit more, which is cool. Um so I understand what she was saying about meeting someone and, and feeling sort of a verbally constipated and not being able to actually get anything out. Um, as far as people that I'd like to meet, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's, it's kind of hard. I don't, I don't think of, I just think of things in like, Oh, I like that person's show or that person's funny, or I like that person's music. I don't even think of it in terms of, Oh, I'd actually like to hang out with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with Allison, I feel like I can't re- like, I can't re- exactly express what her show means to me because it's like it's it's really weird when you think about it and i'm sure everyone listening understands this but i can't like convey to her what she has done for me so therefore i just won't say anything nice (laughs) and then we just like chat about you know whatever's going on on the show or whatever and i feel like that's just the way it's gonna be and that's that's fine yeah that's part of the reason like why i don't like if i were to meet her like what would i say i have nothing really to say like nothing that she would even care about (laughs) (laughs) or that would make sense just like me right now (laughs) well i know like when when uh megan was like emailing her a lot or whatever it was like a tough time in megan's life and like i feel like the same like like her show like was like really a bright spot like when I was like going through like sad times in life, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not like she was really helping me, but it's just, I feel like maybe because I was going through something and I listened to her show a lot, it just like her life experiences were like helping me think or deal with my stuff. And so that's why there's like a connection, but she like knows nothing of 
what's going on. So it, it would be weird for me to try to tell her that. Yeah, but, but she's always been like really personable. I think you could open up to her pretty easily. You don't have to go full Megan, but I, <laughs> I think she's she's open to that kind of stuff. John did talk about his coming out and watching porn on a shared computer. Uh, I don't know about you, Adriana, but as a you know pubescent boy, these are the kind of chances you'll take. I don't know about you, Trice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So it was, it was, you know, if there's a computer with internet access in your house and you're, you know, uh, having feelings about things and curious about things, you're gonna, uh, nature will find a way. I don't, in my household, I'm sorry, but the computer was like in the middle of the house, like... <laughs> There is no way that was going to happen. Like, no way. Well, at, mm. at some time, <laughs> that room's got to be empty. Uh, well, Chicago bungalow is kind of small and open. So I don't know about that. Okay. See, that's the difference between guys and girls. Cause yeah, you guys risk I you guys would risk find it. a way. <laughs> um, <laughs> If what? there is a 14-year-old boy living with you, he has used that computer for a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one thing Allison said during this was um, when John was talking about coming out to his parents, Allison said, like, really? When someone comes out, like, you're doing it for their sake, which I never even thought of it that way. But it's 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 very true because, like, if you're straight, there's never a conversation like you don't sit your parents down and be like, I have something to tell you. So I just thought that was, it's funny. Like when, when something that you just think of as like being common, like coming out to your parents, is like just flipped like that. Like I never even considered that. Are either of you going to come out on this show? (laughs) I I was thinking to myself, like when will there be a day when like having to come out is like not a thing? Like, like that it's not important to do that yeah. whole yeah that's just it's just when is that going to happen when is it when is it going to be safe for everyone just to like just be yeah well i think it all it already is kind of at least it's less of a big deal than it used to be. yeah like if you came out in the 60s or whatever it was you know you you would very well lose your job or your whole family or you know depending on where you lived it could be very very bad Whereas now it's still very bad in places, but it's it's definitely different. Like if literally if you got fired for being gay, you could do something about it now, whereas you were just kind of stuck if that happened, you know, pre-Philadelphia or whatever. To use that as a time marker. A person that John is shipped with and is good friends with is Kate Berlant. And I kind of want to be her friend, but their friendship seems like very quick and very strong and i had that similar experience with the aforementioned megan when i flew out to la um i was going to a taylor swift concert (laughs) not ashamed to say (laughs) and we met up before to have drinks and i was like i was like really going into it like she's this quote-unquote super fan of allison's like let's let's just see like i was like checking out the competition really and then not that it's a competition, of course, but I was like going to meet her and I was just like, oh, this will be interesting. You know, at, at least we'll have like something to talk about with Allison. And then at the end, like I paid a shit ton for this ticket. It was a floor seat at the Staples Center and I fucking flew to L.A. for this. 
And I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, I wish she could come with me so we could go to the concert together. And I should have actually sold the ticket and just, like, bought two cheaper tickets. But I was not thinking straight. Um, but, like, as I was leaving, I was like, damn, I wish she could be here with me. And that's as close to that, I think, that I've ever been. Like, even with my closest friends, like my best friend, uh, other than Megan, uh, his... <laughs> He, uh, when I first met him, I was like, this guy's a fucking douchebag. And like, it had to like, it took like maybe a month before I even started to like him. So I don't know how you guys are with your friends, but Trice, do you have a friend that you're that close with? No, I mean, I have, uh, I have acquaintances and I have, you know, a couple friends, but I don't have like, like crazy, like, you know, <laughs> stay up all night. What, what would they talk about? Like they would just spend hours talking about whatever, and you know, be in sort of platonic love with each other. I, I don't see how it I is. Know. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> but no, yeah. Anything. We just giggled. Uh, no, yeah, I I don't have one of those. It's it's very cool. And also, Kate Berlant seems to be pretty awesome. Uh, I I don't know much of her like sketch stuff or stand up stuff, but she was on a podcast I listen to called This Feels Terrible, which is just like a, a funny relationship podcast where they talk about stuff. And uh, she's she's pretty pretty damn cool. Adriana, do you have a friend like that? I I do. Um my Is this best the same friend... is this the same friend that told you that gave you the scones to take to Jason? Because I think that's a great friend. No, but she, that's another friend. I have a lot of actually really cool friends. That was my friend Joanne. Um, uh, my best friend Brian, we met at church. Actually, this kind of ties in from earlier, from the John Early, um, when he was talking about going to church and just like going through the motions type of thing. Um, and not really like like participating, but not really participating. Um, I actually was doing that same kind of thing at the Catholic church. And um I decided to join the choir just so I didn't have to like go through the motions. I can just sit in the little choir area and just sing. <laughs> and my, that's where I met my best friend. He was the choir director and uh, he played the organ and we hit it off. Like every Sunday we hung out, watched the Brady Bunch. Thank you very much. <laughs> At my mom's kitchen table, she would make like chorizo and eggs and we would watch either Brady Bunch or Sound of Music or something very super gay and um, then go to church. And then in the middle, we'd come back home, watch the rest of Sound of Music, go right back to church to for the second uh, mass or whatever. So I went from like hating going to church to loving it only because I got to hang out with my BFF. And yeah, it was just like the same thing. We hung out every single day. He practically lived at my house. How old were you at this time? I was 15 and he was 20. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like a 15-year-old a organist. That would be impressive. But 20, that's... No, he was 20. Yeah, we're five years apart. I see. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Something, something just clicked and that was it. On that note, let's move on to Thursday. Uh, we were her little shit. I didn't write down the carb. I wrote it down. Hold on. If you just give me one second. <laughs> Personal Pampede says. Yes. Yep. Kelly Lundquist. Yeah. And our pal Kelly is the one who supplied that carb on Patreon. 
they so at the very beginning of the show they mentioned Joe Rogan and Gilmore guys. And yep. They never brought it up. And again. they never came back. Nope. I know. <laughs> so this is either a tease or it's going to be very frustrating. I, I'm sure she's. Yeah. I haven't looked on Twitter, but hopefully someone has reminded her. There was another one of those a while ago. It was like. Allison was like, remind me to tell a story about why I hate Selena Gomez or something like that. And they just never got around to it. Yeah. And then so when I was re-listening today and taking my notes, I Googled Joe Rogan, Gilmore Guys, and then Gilmore Girls, and there's nothing. So I don't know what the hell's going on. This might have been like some pre-show joke or something. We don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also at the beginning of the show for the carb, seems like almost a little bit of shade being thrown uh, Allison calling it a starch instead of a carb. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate that. Wanted to stick up for Kelly. You know, personal pan pizzas are delish. I faked my Pizza Hut book reading thing just for a free one, so <laughs> I know I'm not alone. <laughs> I actually read them, so just saying. <laughs> I don't know how to read, okay? I didn't want to say... Wow, a lot of revelations tonight. <laughs> That's why I, I listen to so many podcasts and audiobooks. I mean, you could. <laughs> even if you were illiterate, you could get, like, audiobooks and, like, read every book that comes out. Oh, does that count now? <laughs> I mean, that's actually, people ask that question, like, can you say you read a book if you only listen to the audio? Uh, I, I would kind of say yeah. I mean, I would probably clarify that I read the audio or listened to the audiobook, but it kind of counts, yeah. All right. I've listened to no books this year, but um, they called Demi corn fed, which was a <laughs> which was a mistake. But I think that's a that's a pretty comical nickname. I've never asked you, Trice. Do you have any nicknames? Okay, so you're going to talk about Demi and his nicknames, and then transition right to me. I see. I'm not I see Lisa. The okay. Here. I'm trying to alternate between going from Adriana first and then to you first. I'm trying to keep sure. it keep people on their toes. Spending too much time with Lisa. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Have, well, I mean, I do go by my initials sometimes, TS. Um, but that's that's about it. I don't have any like no one calls me like Goober or the Nudge or anything. Well, actually, <laughs> last time when we were in uh, LA for Podfest, I did call you Trizzy once. <laughs> But I don't. Uh, I don't think it's sticking. I'm. I'm trying no. different things. I like things. that. I like that. <laughs> the the so people very creative and original people will sometimes say, "Oh, be trice, real name, no, no gimmicks." gimmicks. <laughs> sure, because I've never heard that before. That was definitely not the biggest song in the country for like years. Right. Uh, Adriana, any nicknames? Uh, I. I was going to say this later on, but I go by Phlegm Spectrum sometimes. <laughs> hey, Toby <laughs> no, said he's Phlegm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I, uh, um, Flash, my friend calls me Flash because um, I'm a photographer. Um, oh, that was a different thing than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I thought there was a story. <laughs> okay, good to, good to know. We're going to move on. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, because this one time in a concert, I was on this guy's shoulders. I was like, okay. (laughs) So speaking of Corn Fed, uh, they asked about everyone's Thanksgiving plans. And it kind of seems like he crashed his roommate's Friendsgiving. Was that just me? Sounds like it. Because he said said that he went to somebody's house or something. 
and then he came home and his friend was or his roommate was having the friendsgiving and he just hung out there and i was like that's kind of weird but i mean it's his house too or whatever but i thought it, it kind of seemed like he crashed it maybe that's maybe just this weird. is why he's got four roommates exactly right he's like he doesn't know <laughs> boundaries and personal space or whatever i should say allison talked about daniel and her going to her sister's house and elliot got to see his cousin again and this time the cousin played nice not much i wanted to say about that but i do think it's super cute and i wish that her sister would come on the show but i don't think it's gonna happen yeah i'm kind of bummed that she's so private I yeah. would love to hear more about her, you know, her side of Allison growing up, you know? Yeah, it's it would be nice to have her sister on there. They they seem pretty close. Um, so I think it's not a, like a thing where, like, they're fighting or anything, <laughs> unlike their children, who I guess are, are battling for supremacy. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it would be nice to have her sister on sometime. I, it was kind of <laughs> hearing about the, the nephew, uh, her sister's kid, um, you know, trying to... To, um, hmm, trying being a two-year-old and trying to distract everyone from Ellie, it did make me kind of sad. Yeah, I thought I thought when she said that, like Elliot was like trying to play with a shoelace, and he like threw his body over the shoes. I thought that was pretty funny. It was funny, but it's also like I don't know. You, you hate to think of like a bigger kid, sort of like a uh, I don't know, being dominating like that over a little kid and trying to like pull attention away from him yeah um uh, it that's kind of like one of the reasons like just like things that i went through as a kid i'm like oh i would hate to watch my kids going through that and that's like one reason why i'm like i'm so glad i don't have kids but it's like all that stuff that makes you stronger supposedly yeah i guess so or it's just like lasting psychological trauma (laughs) that sort of lingers in the background also yeah that too (laughs) Do you guys think pie was better back in the day? <laughs> yeah, that pie talk was uh, really intense. I, I've i never, I'm not a sweets person, so I don't really gravitate to that. But my mom makes an awesome pumpkin cheesecake instead. That sounds good. So that's um, just, that's my input. Cheesecake is kind of a pie. Um. Anyway, yeah, I don't have super strong pie feelings, especially pumpkin pie um it does on on at face value what they're saying sounds insane to me that pie used to taste better back in the day i was like no that's definitely not true you're definitely wrong but um i do agree with what jeff said is that it was probably more store-bought pies going on as opposed to people actually making pumpkin pie from scratch or even like you know from some sort of kit or something so uh that that could be what's going on don't you think everything tasted better when you were a kid? Maybe, because like, you yeah. just didn't, you hadn't tasted it before and everything was novel. Right. I think maybe that's kind of part of what it is. But also, whoever said Monsanto's just making shitty pumpkins now, probably that too. <laughs> um, and, and actually, Trice, you're right. Cheesecake is definitely a fucking pie. It has a crust. Oh, okay, then. I'm good. I'm good with that then. <laughs> yeah. Cakes don't have crust. Anyway, um, Jeff ate popsicles and specifically Helados Mexico brand. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, Adriana, but the nut. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was gonna, I meant to say 
the best popsicle is the pecan flavored one, which in Spanish is just as nuez for nut. Uh, do you agree with that, Adriana? If not, I, I don't, will... but I can't get over that you said the nut like randomly. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. Why do you mention don't? It? <laughs> the highlight of the episode so far. <laughs> um, no, actually, my favorite is arroz con leche. Um, but I was actually shocked that no one brought up a good old fashioned fudge sickle. Fudge sickles no? are great. Am I oh, lonely on that? No, you know what? Also, Allison used to have a favorite, like low calorie, like no sugar fudge sickle. Oh, yeah. So it's weird that she didn't mention that. But oh, actually, we should go around. I'm gonna say that if I had to pick just like a random popsicle, I'd probably go for like the orange cream sickle. Anyone feel free to jump in with their fave. I'm going right, to call on someone. <laughs> Editing I, yeah, that out. I, regular, regular creamsicles are good. Those are That's a really good go-to. Yeah, I don't have strong popsicle feelings. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan. Um, But I would probably go with the orange cream. Oh, mm-hmm. So we're all in agreement that that's the best? I think so. Oh, shit. Wow. I thought you were definitely going to say Minions, Trice. Yeah, I I don't want to eat something with a face. I think there's like Seems even weird. like I think there's even like Dora the Explorer popsicles or yeah. something. Oh, are I, we talking off of a are we talking off, off of an ice cream truck? My yeah, anything goes. Was it on this podcast that they were talking about does does anyone still do that? Absolutely, they do that in Chicago. Eat. Ice cream trucks? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't this podcast. Maybe not, but what's your go-to? Oh, then if I'm going to go off the truck, oh, I, I think I'm going to go with a good old-fashioned rocket one. Those rocket, rocket ones. Pop, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. The red, white, yeah. and blue is very... Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely like something that if it's like July and a fucking ice cream truck rolls up, that's got to yeah. be like the number one seller. That or the mel- or the like really lopsided looking like Ninja Turtle one with gumball eyeballs. <laughs> Those are I... the same Ninja Turtle ones from like 1989. They just they've been in the, the freezer cir- the entire time. <laughs> now okay. that is circa 1991, like true blue. I'm gonna take that as a personal attack. <laughs> you don't know how many people or how many kids made fun of me for having a Ninja Turtle name. And I was like, he's an artist too. Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Not. Yeah. Anyway, just kidding. Wait, Raphael uh, was red, right? Yes, of course. And he had he the was, two, like... He was like the dumb one, but he was like the brute. <laughs> I think Michelangelo was the dumb one, but he was like the fun <laughs> dumb one. I guess, yeah. He, I guess Raphael's more of like the dumb meathead kind of guy, but... Anyway, <laughs> Michelangelo is the... Oh, go ahead. I was, no, I was just going to say that because my favorite color is blue and because Leonardo was their leader, I always liked him better, but I was stuck with Raphael, but it's fine. I like the Ninja Turtles enough. Not enough to watch one of the movies, but, you know. They started talking about comedians opening for musicians, and I've never been to one of these shows, but the the person that came to mind was... Oh, fuck. I'm bad with names. The guy from Half Baked, the white Dave guy. Dave Chappelle? Oh. <laughs> uh, the goat boy. The guy. The, the, I know who you're talking uh, about. Yeah, he, he like does like uh, Metallica impersonations and whatnot. Jim and Brewer. He, Jim Brewer. I think he's yes. actually opened for Metallica. But other than that, and I guess Brian Posehn opening for Slayer, um, 
I don't think they go well together. Have Have you guys ever seen one of these shows where a comedian opens up? I haven't. No. <clears throat> no, me neither. That sounds bad. Like sounds I don't. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. What are some pairings that you guys think would work? Uh, I don't know. Because even like my first thought was like Garfunkel and Oates or someone who does like musical comedy. But even yeah. then, like you'd have to pair them with the right person and then. With Simon and. Oh, oh shit. What's the other one? <laughs> <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel and Garfunkel and Oates. Yes. <laughs> I think just call it no, yeah. just call it Simon Garfunkel oh, Oaks. Simon and Hall. That's what I meant to oh. say for five minutes later. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I no, I you know I should have thought of this beforehand. I didn't even know I was going to ask you guys that. But who's like a rapey musician? I was going to say, say rapey. Yeah, I was going to uh, say they could open guy for from Louis. Marilyn Manson. I think it's <laughs> bass player guy just got charged with something. Um. Uh, I mean, there's what a about, lot. What about, um, what's his name? Um, he's from Chicago. Oh, R. Kelly? Hannibal Burris. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Slander against Hannibal Burris. Um, yeah, I don't oh, know. It would be funny if Hannibal Burris opened for R. Kelly <laughs> and just did an entire <laughs> set talking about what a piece of shit R. Kelly is. <laughs> Hannibal... I would go to that show. <laughs> Hannibal was the one who started the Bill Cosby thing. So, oh, Hannibal could. Oh, wait, no. I'm trying to see comedians opening for musicians. I was going to say Hannibal should open for Cosby. I'm an idiot. Um, that might work. <laughs> I don't think would, Cosby would agree that to would that. That would not go very well. Afterwards, Allison gave us an update on her embryo status, and it seems like things are not going as well as hoped. I still feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel because they have these banked embryos. But it's it's kind of weird to hear more embryo updates after they've already had a child. It feels like that was something that was in the past. Well, I actually just back in 2015 when Greg was still on and they did like the Greg quiz. And I was listening to that episode like two days ago and they were talking about her going in for, you know, her shots and getting her first set and all that. And it was like, listen to that back then, like today, it was like really like, I was like, oh, they already have Elliot, AKA fella, which is adorable. <laughs> um, I love that Daniel calls him fella. Um, yeah, it just makes me happy for them that, that like I was listening to that two years ago episode and like now and like, oh, they already have their little fella. Um, I love that David said that he didn't feel sorry for them. You know, it shows <laughs> yeah. how supportive he is, you know, that was like out of a place of love. <laughs> I don't see it was weird talking. It was good that they were honest about it, but it was it was funny talking, hearing them talk about how they don't they aren't super excited to get pregnant again, which kind of it makes sense. Um, so I don't know, maybe don't maybe adopt or maybe do. I, I don't I don't know. I'm sort of sharing their ambivalence because I'm also, I'm obviously much less invested in their situation yeah i kind of i kind of feel like they should adopt like if if they can't you know get the ivf thing going again i feel like there's nothing wrong with adoption it's i mean there are so many kids that for whatever reason end up needing to be adopted and i feel like more people should do it honestly like 
there's a population problem. Why add to it? Just adopt a kid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was going to say, you kind of glossed <clears throat> over, didn't even, you didn't even talk about jail, Jeff talking about jailbreak. <laughs> yeah. Um... That made me just laugh really loud when he said that. I'm like, did you just say that? When you guys think jailbreak, do you think poop in your pants or? No, but I do now. It's fantastic. <laughs> I thought he, at first I thought he meant throwing up. Like he, he oh, said, I, I was able to eat something without, you know, a jailbreak. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to, you know, get bogged down in talking about Jeff's poops again. <laughs> Lisa but... would probably enjoy Oh, yeah, it. I was going to say, it's not Lisa, it's, it's, it's you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But speaking of Lisa, Jordan is doing eHarmony. Sorry, Lisa. Looks like he's going out on dates with other women that he's probably sending messages to. Did they? That's... Did she talk about that on the podcast? She did. Okay. But yeah, it was a secret for a while. But then she, I think she talked about. I better text her before I <laughs> put this episode out. Um, but it was it was mostly harmless, Jordan. You know, just Lisa sent him probably some sort of you know very alluring leading private message on Instagram, and he replied, and you know she called him some sort of sex animal because that's how ladies are. Am I right, fellas? You know, political correctness in my never mind. Honestly, yeah, I'm yeah, no. sure Lisa <laughs> was just asking for it. I mean, she does. That's that's her way. You know, Lisa. Uh, <laughs> All of those are jokes, by the way. Yeah, we're just kidding. <laughs> we're not serious. a wonderful person who is in a committed relationship. Um, <laughs> I was going to mention now nah, I'm going to skip that. Fuck that. Um, the quants method. Are either of you? <laughs> part of this movement I haven't tried it but I can't wait to see the illustrations I am unclear on exactly how you would even do it and when I tried it was very uncomfortable as Dave Dave Huntsberger said so I I'm not super into it now you know I can't wait for his next thing because the falling asleep thing I'm gonna be honest it doesn't work the sweater thing I thought everyone knew that so I'm, like, ready for the next step in the Quants method. I'm, like, I'm ready. I need – he needs to put out a book or, like, a 24-DVD collection of Quants methodology. Um, right, I, like a Scientology-type <laughs> book with, like, a exploding volcano on the cover. Exactly. I'm ready for the next thing. Um, they brought back Snack Chat. But I didn't think any of the snacks were that interesting. So unless you guys have something to say about that, we can move on. All right. Well, and then the last <laughs> note that I have is they mentioned the um, Greg Fitzsimmons podcast is still happening. We obviously have missed the summer date that it was supposed to be released around. But other than that, that's all of my notes. How about you guys? Anything you need to talk about? I thought it was pretty funny. The... Um... All the inventions that they had, like the callback from um, the bridge and, like, making bridges less complicated from the beginning of the episode, if you remember it. But yeah, that bridges. part made me laugh when they're talking about, like, the submarines and that was that was pretty, Do you, pretty are funny. There, are there any um, drawbridges in Illinois? Because I feel like there are, Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, there's a ton in I live near Juliet, Juliet and uh 
And even in Chicago, there's a lot of drop bridges. Yeah. That's not a thing I've ever had to deal with, but Trice, are there any in your part of town? No, no, no. Those, those are weird. Those are like, I guess, like a lot of the people on the show on Thursday, those seem sort of foreign to me and like only things from movies where like someone has to get over a bridge, but it's, it's drawing up and they have to try and figure out how to, if they're going to jump the gap or whatever, or if they're going to fall, someone's chasing them. Um, those don't seem real to me, but we just have regular bridges out here mostly. Yeah, shout out to uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, going back to uh, previous week Thursday. episode. Hold on, that's my robot Be reading my notes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how I'm starting the show. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, I do have many notes from this episode. Go for it. Okay. Uh, first of all, Sketchfest, she announced. Um, oh, yeah. Janine Garofalo, I don't think... Did she announce that last week, too? Um, I don't think she did. I think that was pretty... Um, no, you know what? I think oh. she did. Yeah. Yeah, but so that still, should be... Fun. that's a great guest, and I can't wait to hear it. Or I can't wait to see it, I should say. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, some of the, the BFF people who maybe couldn't make it to LA will be able to drop by for mm-hmm. this one. Especially since... If the if they just want to see Allison show, it's like twenty bucks. They don't have to pay for like a whole weekend past like uh, like a podfest or anything. Right, um, that, that is super convenient. But now that I'm going to I'm going to Allison, I'm going to see Bill Burr, and I'm going to see Jordan Jesse go. A bunch of us are going to go see Jordan Jesse go the night before. And now I'm like, oh man, if I add any more of these shows, it's going to be almost you know adding up to a three day pass at podfest. But that's fine. yeah. It adds up very quickly. Also, uh, possible road trip with me and Trizzy. Bringing that mm, back. <laughs> don't know about that. It, it'll, you'll, it'll grow on you. Mm. Trizzle? Mm, it's getting worse. <laughs> um, oh, the Patreon episode. Greg Heller was the guest. Um, once again, I would suggest... Even if you just sign up for like one month for five bucks, go ahead and, and donate to the Patreon and then go back and download all the old bonus episodes. It's worth it is worth your time. Um, uh, oh, oh Dan- yep. Go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of Greg, when um, someone mentioned skinny body surfer, did any of everyone else think Greg immediately? Um, I forgot I what they were not, talking they, about. They were talking about um, old burnout or something like that. That's what it was. Yeah. So yeah. then I thought Greg immediately, and then Jeff threw in that uh, drop with Greg. With the bats. Speaking, yeah, speaking all the surfer terms. I guess not just the me. Digis. <laughs> yeah. This game. Game, yeah. Um, oh, Daniel's uh, new, new deli, deli, deli news was funny. Oh. Um, there's another one of those about Buffalo kind of blew up, I think, I don't know, last year or something was Buffalo, 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 uh, because Buffalo can be used as a verb and also the city of Buffalo and also the animals of Buffalo. Um, anyway, there's a funny episode of reply all where they talk about they sort of deconstruct what Buffalo, 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 Buffalo means. Um, Oh, they talked about, Allison talked about one Thanksgiving they were running out of pie, so she started making literal pie charts to see who, was, <laughs> how much pie was left. I thought that was very funny. Um, also, this Thanksgiving, she said she did whipped cream and vanilla ice cream, 
for on on her pumpkin pie, which good for Allison. Like, I I I'm glad she wasn't like just eating celery or something. Like, you know, I'm I'm glad she's she's uh not overdoing it. Hopefully, yeah, one way. Gl- yeah, glad it wasn't like celery with like Truvia sprinkled on it. Yeah, uh, that's all she had. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your guys's preferred topping on a pie? Because I actually I mentioned last week that I made a banana bread cake thing from Jenna's recipe and I actually I was like it didn't come out perfect so I was like you know what I'm gonna do is get some vanilla ice cream and then that shit will go down smooth so ice cream is a great addition what about what's your preference on whipped cream and then like true whipped cream is last uh I I haven't had that in so long that I don't even remember yeah, I think true whipped cream I'd pick first, but that takes way too long to make, and I am, like, lazy. So I would definitely do Cool Whip, I think. Hmm. Oh, maybe Ready Whip, because I don't have to do any dishes. <laughs> I think uh, I would just stick the can in my mouth and hopefully That's it, right? get high. Yeah. <laughs> um, Me too. <laughs> so I guess we should move on to JMO's then. I did not oh, pick any Oh, I'm sorry. What? I have to... I have to interrupt. We have to talk about Dan's vans. Oh, <laughs> not the vans that Lisa likes, but go on. The yeah, the different kind of vans. And uh, uh, blah blah blah. DaveDives.net. Thank you, DaveDives.net. Yes, <laughs> which I thought was the funniest part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, the that little tangent was fantastic. I don't have much else to say about it. I just thought it was very funny. I just like how they played off of each other, like, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. And they're just so funny. It's it's great when they when they have people that, like like you mentioned earlier, Dave and Wendy, how they can just improvise with each other. And I feel like that's, even though Greg, Jenna, and Al are sorely missed, I feel like that was something that wasn't as prominent back then. I feel like now that we have like more like performing comedians on, or like writers, professional writers, it's it seems like there's more of a jokey joke vibe. Mm-hmm. Jokey joke. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> just like drink any drink. Agreed. I was bringing it full circle. <laughs> Bring, circle yeah, back full to circle. The beginning. Yeah. Um, how about Air PMV? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. That was I funny. Had, I had that same thought, but I was thinking Air DNV, which is a little bit more crass. Yeah. I feel like. P&V works a little better. Well, on that note, <laughs> did you pick a JMO trice? Um, I did. Uh, from Thursday, Wesson's JMO about the warm toilet seat. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, yeah, like warm toilet seat warmed by body heat as opposed to like some fancy Japanese toilet. Uh. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool. And they seemed really blasé about it. But I feel like it's an assault. It's an invasion of privacy. Uh, I do not want. Wait, it's an invasion of privacy for your butt to yes. touch a warm yes. toilet? Yes, it is. That's another I guess they just never warmth. noticed. Yeah. You, like they said, you might as well touch butts. <laughs> so apparently... So, well, see, the thing is, 
if it's a public toilet, which is where most likely this would happen, is there not like uh, the the seat liner, whatever that's called? Like the parchment paper or whatever that is? Yeah. So I feel like that would kind of give you enough of a layer that you're not feeling a ton of heat. So if this is in your own home, that's another thing. You got You got your own problem there to deal with. Yeah, but the seat liner is like, A, they might not even have them. They might have run out. But B, it's like, those are very thin. Um, yeah, I, it's, <laughs> it's not the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someone could have been sitting on there just like checking their phone for like 30 minutes or whatever, you know. That's a lot of swamp ass, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I live in Colorado, so most of the time my toilet seat is like chilly. So, yeah. you know, I feel like I wouldn't mind a little heat every now and then. Wait, the Christ, devil's warmth. Uh, I am in Sacramento, California. Oh, see, that's why. Mm-hmm. I'm see, sorry? I, I don't why. follow your reasoning. <laughs> because it's so it's hot warm. over there, yeah. I, uh, over here, we sit that. down and it's fucking, it's like, ah. Freezing. Yeah, it's like, like you, you have to, like. You gotta squat. <laughs> not even squat, but, like, you have to, like, in the morning. I don't know about you, Rafi, but. It's like, man, you got to, like, limber up. Like, okay, I'm going to sit on a really cold seat. It's not good. It's, it's not good. It is like, it's like kind of like taking a cold shower. It's like 1% yeah. of taking a cold shower. Like, mm-hmm. you sit down and you're like, ah. Yeah. And then it's, it's, it goes away pretty fast, but it's kind it of, does, ooh. Yeah. yeah. But, Adriana, did you pick a JMO? I, I did. Um... Oh, remember when I said I couldn't remember what Fart Fig Nugan was? Uh-huh. It was Fart Fig Nugan's JMO. Um, someone running or ducking past the TV is far more distracting than just walking past. I appreciate the gesture, but just walk, please. I actually love, like, I, I, so I can't relate to this, kind of, but I love seeing awkward situations. So when I see someone doing that, I just laugh. Like, it doesn't distract me. I'm, like, correcting up the whole time. And I know I do the same thing. So I do like the weird, like, underneath the TV or whatever yeah. move. But, you know, like, I want to say like a good 75% of the time when someone does that, they're still blocking the screen. They're just crouched. <laughs> so it's like, you might as well not do it. Or you should just like army crawl through <laughs> to get to the other side. I mean, this show has like really flown by. I feel like I was not on top of my game. I was nervous to do a good job because Adrian is here. Normally, it was oh, you like, did an awesome job. If Trice, thank you. If Trice was just here, it would just be. I wouldn't give a shit. It would just be. Yeah, real, it'd be a I agree fun. that Adrian is the problem here, and she's dragging. <laughs> the there yes. would be far more racism if I weren't here. <laughs> well, only if Lisa was here. <laughs> I mean, on that note, what else can I say? Except for shit, I forgot to do a segment. Hold on. So, I earlier I said that Lisa was probably or she was at an old people concert, but for all I know, she's stalking Jeff now that she knows where to find him at Melrose Place. You guys could hear that, right? No. Yeah, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I will add it in in post, and no one will know the difference. <laughs> that was Colonel Colonel's Colonels, by the way. Um, oh, cool. So thank you both so much for being on, and Adriana, it was great having you for the first time. If you would like to be on the show, 
You can email Lisa at bffancast at gmail.com or just hit her up on Twitter at jmos and bffs. You should support Allison by clicking through her Amazon banner. You can buy my shirt that I fucking designed, the Legacy shirt, on her website. You can buy a Eat a Bag of Dicks pin on Q's art, which also has the shirt. You can become a patron on Patreon and hear Greg come back and tell you everything he's been up to he almost died also shout out to Brittany. how's it going down there in austin i hope to see you in san francisco adriana where can we find you oh on the facebook um group under adriana acevedo acevedo i really i mean i use instagram but eh. and i really don't use twitter i have a twitter but i can't remember what my name is <laughs> That's fine. Trice, where can we find you? Um, eh, I mean, I'm I I'm on Twitter, I guess. I'm at tsdcx. Um, I retweet a lot of angry political stuff. You probably don't want to follow me. I sprinkle in some comedians to make it uh, uh readable. Um, I'm also on the Facebook group. Uh, do head over there. Do join the group if you're listening. Actually, if you're listening to this, you're probably already in the Facebook group. You probably clicked the link to listen to this from the Facebook group. Um, but if if by some chance you are not, then do join the Facebook group, uh, the BF Fancast group. Agreed. And if you need, it's a private group, but if you need an invite, hit any one of us up. We will gladly add you. And please do post on the on the Facebook page because it's Aside from, unless Allison gets on the Discord thing, like Alan Jenna, which I haven't even joined yet, but I hear there's, like, good conversations going on. Um, Aside from that, it's, like, really the only place we can talk about Allison as in-depth as we do without her, you know, having to see it. And on that note, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next week. Hopefully with Lisa. I push the Q45 infinite. It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony. Strictly living longevity to the destiny. I thought I'd never see, but reality struck. Better find out before your time's out. What the fuck? If I rule the world. Imagine that. I free all my sons. Imagine that. I love them, love them, baby. Black diamonds and bronze. Could it be if you could be mine? If I rule the world, imagine that. I free all my sons. Black diamonds and bronze. Could it be if you could be mine? We both shine. If I rule the world, still living for today in these last days and times. If I rule the world